0: Welcome to The Scam Economy with your host,
1: Matt Bender. Have you heard the vast conspiracy theory that ties the Joe Biden administration with the Ukrainian government, with Sam Bankman-Fried and his bankrupt crypto exchange, FTX, and the Democratic Party? If you have, or if you haven't, Do I have the show for you? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scam Economy. I am your host, Matt Binder, and on today's episode of the show, we got a lot more to talk about when it comes to FTX. If you haven't yet checked out the previous two episodes of the show, I implore you to go check those out if you're interested in what's going on with Sam Bankman-Fried, the founder of FTX, and his failed crypto empire. When it comes to the previous episode specifically, I want to thank all of those who did check it out because it is now, in just less than one week's time, the most downloaded scam economy episode since this show began. And as the FTX SBF saga continues there will be a lot more to talk about on this topic for example there's already reports that sam bankman fried had paid himself hundreds of millions of dollars straight from investors funds when he raised money from investors who wanted to fund ftx But on today's episode, we're going to spend some time on this conspiracy theory that has been going around, which is mostly being spread by people on the political right, which basically all started when whoever decided to start this conspiracy theory came across a press release from earlier this year, which announced a partnership between Ukraine's crypto donation program, Aid for Ukraine and FTX. And as you can imagine, it was started by people who really don't understand. how crypto works. Here, let me summarize it for you real quick. The conspiracy goes like this. The Joe Biden administration has been sending billions in funding to Ukraine since Russia's invasion of the country began earlier this year. That part is true. It continues though. Once the Ukrainian government has received this US aid, instead of actually using it, for example, for the war currently being waged in their country, they are instead funneling the money Through FTX, which was run by Sam Bankman Freed, a prominent Democratic donor, who would then disperse the money directly into Democratic campaigns and organizations. All of that not proven. No evidence. This has occurred. Sure, SBF was a prominent Democratic donor. He mostly spent that money in the Democratic primaries though. And he also donated to prominent Republican candidates like Peter Thiel's faves, J.D. Vance in Ohio, and Blake Masters in Arizona. On top of that, these conspiracy theories never mentioned the other prominent FTX executive who donated over $20 million to pretty much only Republican candidates. But the way conspiracies spread, sometimes just laying out the facts like that just isn't enough. So on this episode of the show, I speak with one of the people who helped put together the Aid for Ukraine program. An individual who is only one of five people who can sign off on the DAO, or Decentralized Autonomous Organization, set up to disperse these funds. He is one of the co-initiators of the program and the lead contact person for Aid for Ukraine. And we're gonna discuss exactly what Aid for Ukraine is, how it was set up, what exactly was FTX, and its founder, SBF's involvement in the program, and his take, on the conspiracy theories that have been spreading. Before we do that, really quick, patreon.com slash mattbinder if you'd like to sign up for a monthly subscription to monetarily support this show. You can also subscribe for free to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash mattbinder. You could also check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mattbinder. Follow me on Twitter at mattbinder. Follow the show at Scam Economy on Twitter. Go to scameconomy.com for all the links to the podcast version of the show. And while you're at your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, why not take a second to really quickly leave a review to help this show move up the rankings on the podcast charts and effectively get more eyeballs on the show. And now it's time to take off that tinfoil hat because joining me now to discuss all of this is Sergei Vassilchuk. He's the CEO and founder of the crypto company Everstake. Sergey, thank you so much for joining me today.
0: Nice to meet you guys.
1: Now Sergey, can you can you explain to me first before we dive into what what's going on and what's in the news? Um, what is Everstake and what does Everstake do?
0: Everstake is a blockchain company and we technically we kind of miners, but for the new generation of blockchain. So all the legend, uh, all, all the blockchain move from the proof of stake, uh, proof of work to the proof of stake. To make like more energy efficiency but we're in such a company which sign each block so technically we're acting uh, we're doing this job that miners did for the bitcoin but for the ethereum for for the cardano for the Tezos, for the solana and other like proof of stake machine
1: okay so you mostly work with people who are looking to basically you know um Get into the business of crypto mining uh, who are looking to actually uh, you know uh, validate the blocks on the blockchains. That's what uh, Everstake does.
0: Uh, not exactly. So we just okay. we in such a company, like we host the servers and the blockchain is hosted on our servers. So we' are the guy okay. who who store the ledger itself. So our job is to maintain the ledger alive and to add all the transactions if someone is this transaction, those transactions goes to our servers and our servers like edit to block and pack it. So we're just like some type of the guardian of, of the blockchains.
1: Okay, so what is the aid for Ukraine program that Everstake was involved, well, still is involved in?
0: Yeah, like it, it, it was a tough time uh like then the war begins. Uh I was trying to understand like how it can be useful, like what I can do, like for my motherland to, to resist. At the same time I, I got like many requests from friends and partners, like each of the blockchain that we are operating and supporting, we, we call it partners. And they were also asking us like, like, like hey guys how we can help you. And like I was started to to call in and contacting the people on the field on the ground, the Ukraine, like like hey, how, how we can help you? They like we need a lot of things. We need optics. We need like bulletproof like helmets. We need a lot of things to uh, for our soldiers and hum, humanitarian uh, to 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 resist. And I asked like my partner, Hey, just send me something. Uh, those times was were important because due to the martial law, the banking system of the Ukraine was like, was, was freezing. Bank were not able to transact in the USD or transact like outside the country. So the, all the needs like we cannot buy and crypto become the one of the, like the tools in order to pay for the suppliers to, to buy all the necessary, like to, to, to support like our, our citizenship. and uh, sooner or later I noticed that. Not only me was involved in like some type of the fundraising in in the crypto, like some independent group of the people. Uh, Ukrainian also do the same, and it was create some type of the confusion because people don't understand like who you are because they they judge that Ukraine as some like I don't know a single company or single name, They want to have some clear representative like who they are like, and who is the charge and who is responsible for all this donation. So that's why we like we were I contacted the Ministry of the Digital Transformation. It's like quite cool. Ministry is like tech guys with uh, tech background who was sitting in in the government and trying to bring this innovation to on the government level. So they informationally help us to put all this initiative under one umbrella, and we just listed all the like wallets from all the blockchains. We created some like multi-seeks, we added some type of the transparency and like legitimacy for, for this activity and trying to, to organize this house in the dedicated group of the people in some like clear representative, which we call like Aid for Ukraine. This like this name was was because of the Slack group. I was writing like Aid for Ukraine and adding like multiple people who was engaged in this process. Right. So it house created.
1: Right. So, so I, I guess just to, 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 to really understand the timeline here. So, you know, in February of this year, um, you know, Putin declares war in Ukraine and Russia goes to war and you invades Ukraine um, almost immediately. I know there was a, a, f- a few days where uh, the government of Ukraine was not accepting any sort of crypto, but then they quickly, uh, you know, went 180 on that decision and decided to accept crypto donations. Um, I I know Ukraine is one of the, um, you know, on the rankings of like countries that have adopted cryptocurrency. Ukraine is like, I think, if not number one up there at the top. So it made sense for the country and the government to accept donations in crypto um, and at first, they were just basically the, the government of Ukraine was just like tweeting out their Bitcoin wallet address, their Ethereum wallet address. But then what you're saying is aid for Ukraine came in, backed by companies such as yours, Everstake, and basically created a sort of platform where all these different wallet addresses for all these different you know blockchains uh, in order to accept all these different cryptocurrencies – basically was sort of just curated on this one website for easy access to people who wanted to donate to Ukraine.
0: Yep, exactly. So just, uh, the, and you shouldn't tell who is government. So government is, is quite like a very range, a big range of the agencies. The and for example, Central Bank is still like skeptical uh, about the crypto. Like the minister of the Finance is still skeptical about the crypto. And like we like were like lucky to have this ministry of digital transformation because uh, the guys like me with the technical background, the developers, product owners, like entrepreneurship, like they are sitting there. So we speak that, the same language. But you are, you should understand in those circumstances and in those like environment, we didn't have the time to comply or to think like like we need to survive. Like it's maybe it's hard to imagine, but then like your your colleague, which like you work yesterday in the front line, he like said, hey, just give me these watches. I need GPS watches because, like, I could be killed. Like, I, I need, like, these, like, night vision goggles because I do see nothing. I United could be killed. In, in, in this environment, like, you just, you, you you don't care, like, about the regulation. You don't care about the anything. You you, you do all the best. You have the goal to, to do this, and you have very limited time. So, uh, and, uh, well, it's not some, like, Official government, like representative, or like the movement, or acceptance of the crypto, is way of survive, which was supported by one of the most modern and worst innovation government and agency, which called it Ministry of Digital Transformation. But of course, like people don't like don't make a deep dive in this. Like they don't want to to know like who they are. They just say, like yeah, oh, this is Ukraine, yeah, or this is government. Right. But like in the background, it it was like imagine imagine the few garages with the crypto people doing some, like, weird stuff. And uh, the Minister of Digital Information, like, hey, guys, like, like nobody will donate to your garages. Let, let, let's put some, like, more fancy, like, office and say, like, yeah, hey, like, is your representative. Is how yeah. it was on the ground.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, sort of ad hoc put together as quickly as possible. Um, so can you... Now, now did, what is Everstake's role in aid for Ukraine? I mean, I know you, I, you just told me about the involvement, but... Do do you spearhead the program? Like, who's running that specific aid for Ukraine program?
0: Well, like it it, it was like more like collective efforts. Uh, as I say, you, there were a lot of crypto companies uh, in uh, in Ukraine, which were capable like to to do something. So uh, it's probably like five like five different uh, companies. One of them like put mostly for the humanitarian uh, humanitarian needs. For the people who wasn't able to donate for the military activities some of the people want you to, to have the clear like donate to the military activities and we have the ukrainian exchange kuna we have also like a lot of like smart people who understand what the scripts are who just try to compile everything together and we we don't have some like sometimes the here are yeah? here like we have the girls like whoa we need to just all this stuff who, who is able i'm able so like is your responsibility to, to do this so it was kind of the decentralized effort to achieve the goals in, in 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 very like short period of of the time. The role of our state because like we have the engineers and the technical backgrounds in probably each of the blockchains, and having this like good friendship communication with, you, with each of the blockchains before gives me ability to to communicate fast. Like hey guys, like. We need the multi seek Yeah, we need you to, to, to several highness to to, uh, to send this money. Can you help us with some software? Do we have some piece of software to achieve this? Uh, Another guys like hey, like can you like uh, tweet or can you use your Twitter for your customers like to help us like to to the donations? So so it was kind of of the coordination and like the biggest goal that I was trying to do was some kind of the ambassador. Like I, I was technically begging <laughs> from all the crypto holders and was asking, hey guys, like. Even one dollar matters. Like right. donate one dollars, donate like two, two dollars, like hundred dollars, whatever you will donate, will be immediately like uh, transferred to their front line. And right. it was very really, like time, time matters here because yeah, right now is like your, your United States government like support us, uh, European Union supports us. Like we, like mm-hmm. Ukraine is like receiving the nation with the billions. Those mm-hmm. like first few days we had nothing. We have just collapsed the banking system. And now ability to transact in, in, in uh, with outside world. So if you're talking about the aid for Ukraine, please limit and like remember that like the most active, like the most activity was put in the first days of the invention. There, like we were most efficient. Right,
1: right. Yeah, I remember early on, and I, I have an episode of the the show uh, from when I first started earlier this year, talking talking about um, you know the sort of what was going on with crypto in Ukraine and one thing that was and it seems like aid for you the aid for Ukraine program sort of helped facilitate ending this practice it was sort of gross in the beginning to me like i was really it was sort of disgusting how you saw different like token owners basically haggling with the leaders of the agencies in Ukraine the elected officials saying oh if you accept my token I will donate this amount of money to you. Almost like, like, it felt like blackmail to me. It was very weird. It was like, this is a country at war. If you want to donate, just donate. They don't have time to be messing around and, and playing games with these tokens. Like, did you feel that same way? It was, it was really bizarre to me.
0: Well, yes, I, I felt, but we are not in the position like to blame someone. So we're in the position to survive. And if someone will uh, raise the hand like to help and say like, "Hey, like we need, like we need you do this and this," and this is the exact the answer. Like, what was the involvement of the mistake? If somebody like blockchains, for example, I can was like, I can donate with the one million dollars if you do this and this. Like, of course, I will do. I will do like all my best like to do this. So, uh, and instead of blame, uh, like I am have like I'm really grateful for anyone. And you should understand that people like some of some of them like break the, the rules of their accounting you or know, compliance compli- compli- because in the normal circumstances, in the normal like times, sending technically the money for the war, no one agrees with this. Like it's, 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 it's kind of like red, red flag. So that's why like people, if asked something, they would like to, to, to I don't know, to protect themselves like from the like for, from in the, their country, in, in their like tax office, account or whatever. So we just do, like, whatever you ask, like, we'll do. And, like, thank you for, for the meeting. This was our reaction.
1: <laughs> right. right. I get it. No, I I get it. I, to me, like, it was the same thing with um, when the Ukraine uh, digital transformation, uh, I think the minister announced that there was going to be that airdrop. And then, you know, like you said, this was all thrown together really fast in order to raise money. And then there were probably, it seems like there were some internal, I don't know if you were a part of that, but some sort of internal probably discussions where they thought, you know, the airdrop is probably a bad idea. Uh, it doesn't look good. And then that was canceled. And you saw some people who donated crypto just for the airdrop complain. And it's sort of like, in my estimation, it was like, you know, it's called a rug pull, but this probably was the first ever time that it was a rug pull for good. Like I was fine with it. <laughs> I mean the money went to a good cause, um, technically, and if you were donating just to get a reward as an airdrop, you know, then that's your problem, not anyone else's, you know?
0: Yeah, and you should also understand one thing that like the ministry of the digital transformation is experiment, yeah. It's right. not like the agency which sits in the building of the like ten levels, it's just a few tech guys. Like it's a dozen guys. Right. And, uh, like the load of them, like, uh, taking into account their responsibility to to handle, like, the idea is our, like, uh, uh, application for the government services, dealing with, like, StarLinks and the mobile present and so on. So they were working, like, 25 hours per day <laughs> and, like, if, without, like, any breaks in, in the weekend. So sometimes they are technically or physically like, cannot handle, like, everything. So and that's why like also like our company was trying to do all the best like to 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 help. And during those times, like I didn't feel like I'm a mistake. Uh, they're there like ministry, like somewhere else. They're just a person at uh, the Ukrainian who can do something useful. And like we need to do like all of the best like to survive. <laughs> so uh, like if someone like was offended with the castle their drop, it's not because we're greedy. Is because the priorities here, you know, like our priorities, will for white and, and supply the the front line with like with tech that were required.
1: Right. So so let's get into the the beginning of or like the the backstory of what these conspiracies that are out there are are like the foundation of it, like where they're coming from. So can you tell me a little bit about how did FTX? Get involved with the aid for Ukraine program. Like out of all the exchanges out there with a global presence, like you know, I know you mentioned, you know, your company is involved, and uh, the that other uh, crypto exchange Kuna, I think you said it was called, and I know that's a Ukrainian-based exchange. Uh, So, other than like the these Ukrainian crypto companies or these you know companies that were founded with backgrounds in Ukraine. FTX is the only one that sort of came in and didn't have that same background. How did they get involved?
0: Yes, the the answer is like very straightforward. Easy. You should understand that, like in order to 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 like to buy uh, one million dollars, uh, for example, like night vision, like goggles, or some like close to the military things, we have the several problems. First of all, no one will accept grivna as a Ukrainian uh, as Ukrainian native currency to to. Uh, like to, to to buy this. So they need dollars. You understand dollars. Second thing, like you understand that like no one will sell like some military or half military like equipment to some weird crypto guys from the garage. Right? like like who you are? <laughs> Do you have the license? And like the, the, the there are only few limited like entities who who can buy this this type of of the goods. and like one of them is the military of defense, uh, ministry of the of, of the defense so it's like official like uh, government like agency who can do this and uh, our goal was like to transfer like the usd not the crypto but the r- real like the usd on, on on the bank account fiat currency and right f- fiat currency and uh, we had not too much choices because like if if, if you go like to, to some and and imagine that my request hey guys we have we have crypto the source of fund of this crypto is donation i have no clue where it's coming i'm asking you to accept the crypto to transfer this to, to the fiat currency and send to the account of the Ministry of Defense of the Ukraine. Imagine the face of the compliance officer. They would say like, are you crazy? Right.
1: <laughs>
0: but, and like, the only exchange which like, was agreed to help us uh, like was, was FTX. So they say like, well, uh, we usually cannot do this, but in these circumstances, we'd like to help the all. And I, I was very grateful for this because like it was the it, it, it was the the only way to achieve this. And like I said more in those times that I understand that I need to 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 resolve this task, if devil will ask me to uh, will follow me the solution, I will work with the devil to achieve this. So those times like I really don't care who they are, like what they did. And moreover, like in, in, in my like imagination, my opinion, Everest, uh F was like quite like trustworthy American exchange. So we have we have the interconnection and direction with the American bank because another another risk that we could face with dealing some other exchange who have their bank account in the middle of like Caribbean islands like or some offshore islands this payment could stuck (laughs) yeah like it it could stuck in the banking system like for forever but uh, we need it like for the yesterday not not for the like twelve business day like it, it required like just just now and having this I. As I remember, the Silvergate account uh, and the correspondent account of the central bank was probably in the chase. I, I don't exactly uh, remember, but I understand like the shortest way to send this wire was via the, the connection and partners with FTX. So the, the choice was obvious.
1: Right, so FTX was that critical piece needed to basically, in the most expedited way, transfer crypto to fiat currency, and get that fiat currency as quickly as possible to uh, the Ministry of Defense so they could spend money on what was going on in Ukraine. Is, is, do I have that, that, that down correct?
0: Yep, yep. So, like, uh, technically, FTX was a gateway to the fiat currency, which he could, like, to help us with quite, like, risky from compliance point of view operation. Right. And still, like, I, I lost a lot of money on the FTX, but I'm still, like, thankful for them. They, they helped me in those times. Because like yes, I lost money, but those time, those transaction was like helped me to save someone lives, and like I don't care how much money I will lose, like if I will be like able to save someone lives.
1: Are you saying you lost personal funds, or are you talking about money that? Yeah, was I, I, okay.
0: I I I lost personal funds because like after like I see that how like like. Was speedy this transaction? I also use ever or I sorry, I was use use FTX like to deal with like my personal funds like, to 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 sell the crypto and to like put it in like my personal bank accounts.
1: Right.
0: So I was trust. I, I, for me, it was like the most trustful like exchange that I could ever like find. <laughs>
1: right. I I gotta ask. Would you uh, you could give a, a general range? How much did you lose?
0: Well, it's. Forty forty thousand dollars of personal funds.
1: Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, So, did you did you speak with um, did you did you interact with uh, SBF Sam Bankman Fried?
0: Well, we had we had the Signal Group. There, a lot of a lot of people, uh, mostly compliance people, was uh, in, in this group. One of them probably was was Sam. I don't interact with him like many directly but in those time, in those times he was really helpful
1: right do you know if there was any because because that's interesting i mean do you know if he did have any uh direct contact with anyone who was part of the fundraising effort here in ukraine whether in the government or the third parties that help were helping with the aid for ukraine program Probably no.
0: I, I was the, the only like contact person uh, to from the aid <laughs> for Ukraine to liquidate the crypto to
1: to the currency. So so this all so, came together in a Telegram channel, basically. Yeah, in
0: Signal, in Signal. In signal, signal. signal,
1: I'm sorry, Signal, right? Signal, and and via just text because if it was, uh, you know, because you didn't have any, you're not sure actually if you spoke with SBF because I'm guessing there was no audio call or video call. It was just via you know, text contact. Yep. Correct. Wow. That's, that, that's, that's wild. That's, that's very interesting. Right. Um, so let's get into these conspiracies more directly now. Um, what has, and I, I know I've been looking a lot into this, so I, I have a real understanding here, but I'm interested in hearing whatever stake has, has uncovered and pulled up because, because I know you, uh, your company has done their own investigation and research into these conspiracy theories. What has Everstakes seen since the collapse of FTX in terms of the conspiracy theories going around the internet?
0: Well, for me, it was weird. Like I remember the first time, like I was quite kind of depressed, also, like and said that, like lose some, like personal savings, like and money. And then, like people start dropping me me these uh, this Twitter threads, I just review the the poster like the author of the thread and like see like it's 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 kind of shady. Some strange account which like got this like eight bucks verification <laughs> recently. Uh, the right. the, the, uh, the the answers like are, are more like templated and and that is bored. So I am an engineer as well. So and like I'm like called the old guy in the text. So I just recognize that uh, the, the 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 boss like we've got like both farms like this is sometimes the thing so I just ignored like, like why should I like I paid I attention to this I don't have an, an, a mood and like another way like I did not even want to comment something because if someone will force me to comment it's me that I am trying to like feel like guilty something like okay I will just not touch this and uh, you shouldn't understand that Ukrainian, they 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 see so much of this like shit show and the propaganda from the russia that we we, we, we just ignore it It's, it's the same that uh, can you please comment how Ukrainian developed uh, the military mosquitoes which bites on the russia? you like you see like like, like I'm not so stupid to come on this <laughs> and I have the same feeling like then I see that uh, Ukraine invested in the FTX to to support like Democrats. To be honest, it's a shame for me uh, seeing this uh, this type of things. Like I even did not realize, and I still like not very skilled in the American politics, what the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. I was thinking like, why, why, why Democrats? Why not Republicans? Why FTX? Why Ukraine? What was the bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> so for me, like it was so bullshit that I just ignored. It. Then I, I I see that like this like shit shows is like, it's, it's growing 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 like someone is sending me the uh, Fox News uh, the episodes and so on like and I was starting to, to to see what is going on the most thing that like shocked me impressed that people put some less like, conspiracy uh, theory and they put links on some my tweets or, or, or the article on on the Desk where it was clear information which like opposite the, the tweet here, But I see like how people are lazy. They just don't read the the links. They just read the titles and make some like conclusion and start to be like angry, like, and I, I was like, I really shocked. Uh, to be honest, I was thinking that only like Russian population in the Russia like uh, could become the victim of such like primitive propaganda. But I can't sit like, yeah, hey, like this is American people. Like how how, how I can like allow to, to feed their brains with this like shit, and I still don't know. Right. <laughs> I I I realize that like the propaganda is 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 just virus, the virus which could infect like any brain, like Russian, American, Ukrainian, whatever. So I can't uh, with the shock right now, as well.
1: Right, right. I mean, it's interesting because um, a few months ago I, um. I had on on my I have another uh, show that's a political show. And I had on a Russian national, someone who lives in Russia, who is very anti-Putin. And he was explaining to me how, you know, here in America, we sort of get it wrong. The idea in America is that, like, um, the the Putin apologists and the American right take their cues and learn their strategy and propaganda from Putin. But he was telling me, as someone in Russia experiencing this himself, it's actually the opposite, where the... Uh, you know the the Putin and his regime they take they they learn all their propaganda from the American right wing like that 's where they get it from so it's not it 's not going this way it 's going that way <laughs> It was interesting to hear for sure, so for me, it makes total sense that this happens, and I totally understand. How someone like yourself, who's like not in the American political system, is baffled by this. So so to make it clear for people what, what you've been seeing here, and I've seen these same things, the current conspiracy theory going around, mostly in the right wing American, you know, Internet social media sphere, is that the Biden administration has been sending their, you know, the billions of dollars in aid to Ukraine who in turn was taking that money and sending it to FTX. I know it's hilarious. And then FTX was taking this money and sending it to individual democratic groups and candidates in order to fund the campaigns for the midterms that happened last Tuesday, uh, November 8th. And I'm guessing the reason this conspiracy makes sense to them is because the Democratic Party was supposed to lose really badly last Tuesday. The Republican Party was supposed to sweep the board, win tons of seats in Congress. And what ended up happening was the Republican gains were very, very small. The Democratic Party overperformed. They did way better than expected. So my assumption is this conspiracy theory is spreading so widely and gaining so much traction because it's helping, to them in their mind, it's helping explain, oh, this is why we lost, because there was this convoluted network funding the Democrats. It's, it's, I mean, well, let's run down all these claims now, because as someone who from what you've said basically the guy the contact for the aid for ukraine program basically overseeing uh cryptocurrency donations to ukraine can you explain exactly um let's put it this way first did you the ukraine government ever itself send anything to ftx
0: uh, not exactly, and like I, I will start like from uh, from the beginning, just to, to have the clear picture. So the the beauty of the blockchains is like immutability. So you cannot change nothing, like uh, which like you can you cannot fake nothing. Like if transaction like is put in the blockchain, is immutable. So
1: one of uh, the reasons uh, why we're able to uncover on this show too, like we do uncover the show is called Scam Economy we're able to uh you know uncover so many of these scams and fraudulent activity is because that's like the one plus in my opinion even if if you're the biggest critic the one plus is that this stuff is all on the public blockchain. The problem is, of course, you can't always tell who owns the wallet addresses because you know that's not always clear if the person hasn't made their wallet address public. And any one individual can have, obviously, many wallet addresses. Uh, but when it comes to transactions, those are all displayed for the public to view on these blockchains. And a lot of times, a lot of these scams and fraudulent activity unravel because of the transactions that are st- on the blockchain for anyone to see.
0: Yep, exactly. And like as I say, like the the, the good news like for for us uh, is that like every transaction is, is traceable and like the lists are public, yeah. Like we, we publish them on the site like those a while ago, and you can see like the old the, the transaction instruction. And if like if even imagine that like someone will use this system so in general we raise something like 60 with something million and i believe it's not enough like to, to fund some some uh, party and like i saw in this like uh, blame game that like it was like 20 billions of dollars i would be happy to have 20 billions of dollars but believe me <laughs> if i will have I will not like sponsor sponsor the, the, the any political. I will explain it in another other way. But like if being seriously, like it's it's quite easy like to verify. Just ch- check your all uh, check all the all the inbounds transaction for our wallets. Uh, you can calculate the total amount of the money which we'll collect collected. You can trade the outbound transaction and also like verify that like they good. Mm-hmm. And you can go to the website of the Ministry of Digital Transformation. They have a clear breakdown of uh, Majority of the money which were spent, and like another thing, like you should understand, like that aid for Ukraine was strained and was forced to spend like in the first few days and the first few weeks. We had no time to wait until the election <laughs> in like in the United States. We need to supply like right now, right here, right now. So uh, right now, like the, the aid for Ukraine is uh, is kind of like empty already so like we spent the majority of the money some of the uh, like funds like left for, for for some specific reason but like the 95 percent was already spent and another stuff that like we created in those blockchain which was possible was multi-seek. So we created the the MC wallets and say like hey, in order to spend we need at least like three guys. And one of the guys should be from the from the Ministry Transformation, another guy from the Verstake, another guy from the Kuna. So and the reason that we'll set up this way is is not is even about like to prevent conspiracy. In those in Constance understand like any one from us could be like disappear or die. <laughs> we just we just back up the key. In order to to, to to protect the funds in case of some of the participants will disappear or something happened with them, so the reason was was a bit different. And from the FTX, like you you can see like two transactions. It was one test transaction which go to the FTX uh, wallet and one big transaction which did, uh, close to the one million. That's all and then you can also see the, the the tweet of the central bank of ukraine which confirmed yeah yeah we received this 1 million and uh, with a debit to, to the account of the minister of defense so mm-hmm. the seat There is like unfortunately unfortunately not so much room for for, for, for the like, blame game or conspiracy right it's, it's, it's like anyone could check like spend like 15 minutes like in, in the check right. list.
1: Let, let's let's run this down i want i want to make it super clear for people the numbers that are involved here so I'm going to assume that the billions and billions of dollars that the conspiracy theory is spreading is them counting like U.S. government aid to Ukraine because that's the only... I, I've poured through donations to Ukraine and there's never been anywhere close to even a single billion. I mean, can you tell me actually, in total, how much money in crypto has been donated to Ukraine?
0: Uh, it close to like $68 million. It's $68 and, million and you dollars. should understand, you should understand that the, the, the majority of the money, at least half of them was netted by by the Ukrainians who had the crypto.
1: Right.
0: Like one of the, like, a state is also like spent like all the reserves, like all we had, we just spent to this, like we send like, and after this account was reached like two millions, like it's it's uh, that's the small retail customers uh, begin to to uh, to donate Vitalik but donated like even Ubu donated so the half of this money like you can be identified by even the person. you can like, say like, oh, this is the person who was donated and then like I see that this is the blame that hey the American government, the taxpayers, like was donated this is for me it's kind of uh, like even offensive like why are you telling this like you 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 didn't like put like a, a zero cent here. To, to this like to this fund like what the right you have to blame me like i understand like i'm ready like to 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 trace like any sense for any like donator who was donating like in, in the script but like i kind of like, refuse and kind of be aggressive for, for any blame which like claim like american taxpayer like doing it. before you have the right like to to blame anyone who was protecting his like life and motherland ensure that your money will be there put your mouse put your money there your mouse is if your mouse is not there in this phone, like don't
1: on this. Right. So, so also on top of that, um, how much, I know you just mentioned it before, but I want to put these numbers together so people could really, cause you know, we've been discussing here. I want these numbers to be loud and alone here. How much money did FTX actually, um, and, and we should be clear here from what you're telling me. And this is how I understood the system, the, the, uh, the aid for Ukraine program to work, Ukraine, the Ukrainian government, never sent any money to FTX. What happened was donations that were sent to Ukraine in crypto were then exchanged through FTX so Ukraine could receive the fiat currency. That's correct, right?
0: Yep, yeah, that's correct. Ukraine, like we need to answer like who is Ukraine? Ukrainian government, government. was never sent money to the states. Like, like this is true. Like, right. Like, no, no discussion. Then, aid for Ukraine as, as, as a private group. So, there is some, like, misconception that aid for Ukraine is, like, poor government, like, poor government like fund. No, it's, it's not exactly the same. It's just, like, five guys, like, five, like, companies were sitting in the Ukrainian garages. They, like, uh, were supported, informatically supported by by the Ministry uh, of uh, transformation to make it somehow, like, uh, to raise the awareness. And they aid for Ukraine, like, sent, really, the million or the one million of the dollars to the FTX to liquidate this. Money to the fiat and sent back to the central bank of Ukraine. No rumors can be here with the commercial or some like offshore banks. And this money was landed for the account of the uh, Ministry of Defense. And like you can be sure that our Ministry of Defense like use this account properly. You can just have. I mean, you can see the proof over the front line here.
1: I mean, yeah, right. I mean, uh, Ukraine uh, right now is uh, is uh, winning uh, <laughs> in, the, uh, in terms of pushing back Russia um they obviously are putting that money to use um so ftx again i want to make it super clear for the conspiracy theorists ftx at most transacted around what 1.4 million i think you saw in terms of uh uh crypto to you know in terms of crypto to, to fiat currency like they dealt with that like something like that amount right
0: uh we sent like first $1000 the first transaction to see like how it fast is going after this like $1000 was confirmed like we sent like another $1 million to, to the tax and that back to to the central bank of ukraine
1: okay well, so so we're talking a million dollars here this conspiracy yep. theory is about a million dollars, and the reason again to lay out the full uh, I, uh, conspiracy here in terms of why they think it's being sent to Democrats. Well, SBF, uh, founder of FTX, he was a major political donor. He had pledged a billion dollars to to the to the political to to pol- political campaigns in general, um, mostly to Democrats, though. Of course, he later walked that back because it seems like he probably didn't have a billion dollars to spend, to spend uh, on political donations. But at the end of the day, he did spend about $36 million on the midterm elections. But he also sent money, yes, uh, a majority did go to Democrats and Democratic organizations, but he also spent sent a lot of money to Republicans and Republican groups. On top of that, the co-CEo of FTX, um, Ryan Salome. He is a prominent Republican donor himself uh, who sent over 21 million to mostly Republican organizations and campaigns. So in all, we're looking at a company whose, you know, co-CEos spent about 70 million plus dollars on political campaigns. And seemed like it was pretty evenly split between the both of them to Republicans and Democrats. And the reason for that is, surprise, surprise, uh, companies like this usually play both sides in order to get policy and laws passed that help them run their business. I mean, crypto regulation is going to be a big thing in the United States in the coming years. And they want, you know, and SBF and his co-CEO, FTX in general, wanted uh, to play a part in, in crafting that policy. I mean, that's a, a screw up of the American political system, but that doesn't mean that, uh, that money is, <laughs> is part of some big conspiracy theory involving the Ukrainian government. Um, so it just doesn't pan out. And did you see, I'm wondering if you saw, cause this is something I was seeing, um, the, uh, FTX accounts drainer campaign. Have you been following the uh, FTX uh, situation with the the hack that happened uh, last Friday night, right after they uh, fi- uh, you know announced bankruptcy?
0: Well, for me, it's noise. Like uh, right. for my personal, like I don't want to spend my energy anymore. Like I fixed the loss here. Like I lost this money, and like I don't have like any like hopes to return this. Like and uh, like. Why should I waste my energy to understand like what the other right. sh- shady games?
1: Well, you might be interested in this one because I think this helps explain part of the conspiracy theory. So there is a a um, a wallet address that's been labeled the FTX account drainer that they believe is the whoever is involved with transferring stealing funds from whatever FTX had left in their holdings, and on the blockchain, if you look. There is a mass, nowhere near billions of dollars, but couple million sent from in cryptocurrency sent from the FTX account drainer, the hacker, to the official Ukrainian uh, donation address. And people who are looking at this are probably thinking, "Oh, that's it right there." But what they're not doing is they're not looking at what token was sent. The token that was sent isn't Ethereum, isn't any token, even, it's not even an FTT token, which is worth a lot less, the FTX official token, but it's still worth something. The token that was sent to, to the Ukrainian donation account from the FTX drainer is a token called, called FTX sucks, a worthless meme token. People are looking at this and not understanding what they're reading.
0: Well, like uh, I prefer even not comment uh, <laughs> they not comment for this, like because like it's, it's, it's really for Ukrainian, it's is like it's offensive. Right. If you understand, like the, the the Ukrainian trying to struggle to survive, like to to protect their life, and like being like trying to involve in all, all these like shady sh- shady games is just like. Well, guys, what are you doing? Like, yeah. like yeah. I, I would like prefer even to comment this because, like, I I, I become really angry, like to to to, to make this happen, so, and trying someone like to to blame the country for trying to 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 resist for the survival, uh, to to in you know, a comment this like try to imagine like try to put like someone who is blaming in situation, then like you have the black cows, you have the, the the probability to 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 be killed by the rocket like today like uh, the 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 family are are separated like and so on, like it's of course survival and imagine the Ukrainian who trying to build some conspiracy uh, This is like so put like put yourself in this situation and you will understand like how stupid and how absurd all this from like from our point of view from our perspective
1: right and I have to say uh 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 bad news uh, in terms of um I know uh, your uh, company, when we were uh, talking to set this interview up, uh, you had sent me some of their findings. And one of the uh, Twitter accounts that were spreading this uh, this wild conspiracy theory, uh, you had believed was a, uh, a fake account for Madison Cawthorn, a U.S. congressman here. Um, I, I looked into it and uh i have to say he that's his official account in a, a u.s congressperson is legitimately spreading this uh this wild conspiracy theory that wasn't a fake account it's it's him it's madison court Cloth- good news no,
0: i'm I, I'm talking not not about this congressman i'm talking about the initial i can find it and send you this like oh the initial, initial threat. got it
1: okay I will say though that he's uh he's not going to he he was voted out of office. So come January he's gone. So uh, <laughs> so there is some good news there. Um so did did has this affected um has ft the FTX collapse has this affected the aid for Ukraine program? Like um in terms of going let me ask you this first actually. Was any crypto donation Lost in between, like was there anything that was lost in between? Um, sending it to FTX to get the money sent to the Ukrainian uh, 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 government was anything stuck in between the collapse, or was everything cleared out already? No, for, for,
0: for, for, fortunately, no, because as I said, like we need to spend this money like first days. We were not waiting for the collapse to take. Like we still had some. Like I remember, people started to it, like NFT or some like weird tokens and which were not liquid and we uh, we put it to the like sell order in the like ftx but like i don't know the the the, the story behind this nft so probably some nft lost uh together but how they value one cents or ten cents or like a hundred dollars i've not done but you should also understand it is not speculation like we need to to buy things like to protect our our life for the life of all the soldiers and the material and like NFT was not the 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 part of of this like strategy,
1: right? And oh, one one thing I saw this is the latest that there was um right uh two weeks ago I I, I think on November first I think it was, the aid for Ukraine program moved from an official dot uh uh gov dot ua domain to its own dot io domain, and part of the conspiracy theory was that this was. I don't know how this makes sense. A planned change? I will
0: explain you. Go ahead. I will explain. Yeah. So like it's, it's, it's quite clear stuff. You, you, you can't even imagine how huge DOS uh, and DOS attacks we will have on this website. So we have unprecedented attack probably from the Russian side in order to, to make this site down. So they understand like this site is collecting the money who we sent online. And being... Uh, and and being on uh, managed by by the government and like is creates like a lot of like troubles with with the with the flexibility, because like these domains are the government control and in order to change the DNS or or, or or to have some protection, it was a nightmare. So this this time it's like hey guys like let's let's move to the separate domain, let's give it the control and that is this domain will be more flexible to protect like this sites from the attacks. But it was bad timing. It really was bad timing because like. Uh, after all the stuff is become one of the biggest like conspiracy, proof that like this domain was moving and so on.
1: Right. Well, it's it, it's it's bad timing because it's close. But people should understand. I mean, I had on this show two weeks ago. I spoke with Mike Burgersberg, uh, one of the guy. There there was two reports that came out that, in my estimation, led to the collapse of FTX, um, and that was the one in CoinDesk and this report from Mike Burgersberg who looked into Alameda's, uh, that's, uh, that was FTX's trading firm, who looked into Alameda's uh, you know, books, basically, and found that they were basically insolvent. And those reports didn't drop until days later, the third and the fourth. So, I mean, you would have had to know something in advance, which doesn't line up because FTX had no idea this news was coming out, because they certainly were caught off guard by the fact that they completely collapsed within days of this these reports coming out, like they had no time to prepare themselves. There was no that uh, doesn't make sense for again, for anyone who knows the crypto industry and the timeline of how this actually played out, the domain change may have been bad timing because it's so close, but it falls outside of the range of everything happening,
0: yeah, but you. Try to prove, try to prove, like for, for the people who don't want like to to know the truth. So right. they have its own version of the truth, and like trying to like come on, this like is, is just useless.
1: Right. So so one last question I want to ask. Um, you had mentioned how, um, you know, most of the money, obviously, because obviously it was in the news, it was brand new current events when Russia first invaded Ukraine. You had mentioned that like the majority of the donations, the crypto donations, came in, um, you know, early on. Can you share, like, how how much is the Aid for Ukraine program currently seeing in crypto donations on, like, a, a daily basis nowadays?
0: Uh, now, like, it's close to nothing because, like, people are exhausted. So, and, yeah, you, you shouldn't compare the, the volume of the crypto holders with the volume of, like, you know, governments or the European governments. Right. So I, I believe the, the fund is already exhausted, so we need just to, to, to make some... Few final spending and to to prepare some some reports. Uh, the like the biggest majority of the money is already spent. It's already uh, like government uh, put the reports like what they they, they spend. There are some like insignificant spending that could not be dis- disclosed right now, at least until the end of the war. And there are a few tokens like on on the wallet address which become like worthless. But they was uh, like sending in the previous like few weeks or a few months and uh the government like you used to recall about the real government about the ministry of, uh, of finance who was supporting this like they created like a new more civilized like way to for the fund it's called like united twenty four this uh, is officially supported by the president, so it's more become a a like a legitimate like new generation like uh, uh funds which not only the crypto but like in general and so on and supported by the president so for ukraine will be like transforming in more like legal official whatever you can call it uh like fund with all the requirements the documents management reporting whatever
1: right uh sergey Vasilchuk, uh ceo and founder at everstake um Thank you so much for joining me. Is, is there anything else you would like to add that we didn't discuss that you think would be important to to put out there in order to uh you know, um uh, address any of these conspiracies or any of this incorrect news. I mean, I, I know I saw that the um uh the uh, official bank for Ukraine, the National Bank came out and said Uh, Oh, this was a a tweet that was sent um, back in March. I mean, again, this is stuff that came out already. um, That uh, Aid for Ukraine initiative had raised, you know, uh, over a million dollars so far and was transferred to the special account, um, the National Bank of Ukraine. And I know that uh, members of the Digital Transformation uh, Ministry were out there, you know, Spreading this stuff to be forward, and I know Everstake did the same, um, you know, to try to address this stuff because it's it's wild how what looks to be a little bit more than a million dollars somehow has turned into billions and billions billion. of dollars. Right, right. <laughs> it's amazing. Anything else you want to add?
0: Well, like the, the only thing that I, I want to add is to to think like every, every American, like every American taxpayer who like supported or don't support. Because uh, Ukraine, because without the support, like we probably will not be able to resist and and, and, and even to exist. So, like don't believe the the blame game. Uh, It's very easy to verify. Just spend few few minutes or hours to to try to understand what's going on. Uh, Many many thanks, guys, and I hope this war and this nightmare will end soon. And all these people will be focused like to, to build something useful, to build something ple- pleasant, instead of playing like stupid blame games. Like we are a society which we should need to build instead of like destroy. Thank you one more time for each American, for each European, for everyone who supported my motherland to destroy. All others like it's just not worse of like spending our energy.
1: You know, people are still gonna spread the conspiracies, but people who see it and may not be conspiratorial we're going to have the information to counter the the, the conspiracies.
0: I hope so. Like the, the lesson I, I learned that I I just don't understand the American society, American politics. I'm just like, and you be here? I will try to make a more deep dive, understand like why and what's going on. But yeah, for me, it's weird. Imagine how how the person outside the American system and political system is weird even to, to listen to this. So I'm kind of really shocked that even happens in this society. Right.
1: Well, yeah, welcome to the good old USA. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like it really needs to be reiterated here. The accusation from the conspiracy theorists is that hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars were funneled through ftx by the ukrainian government to the democratic party never mind of course that there are laws requiring how much money was actually donated to campaigns and organizations and we know exactly just how much sbf and other ftx executives and their PACs actually spent around 60 million in total and again when it comes to SBFs around just under 40 million, most of that went to Democratic primary candidates. In fact, one losing Democratic primary candidate received over $10 million alone from that total. But we also now know, thanks to my guest, and I should say, by the way, that after I spoke with him, he sent me the documents confirming just how much was transferred from FTX to the National Bank of Ukraine. And the blockchain transaction details as well as the Dow sign-off that got the Ukrainian crypto donation money to FTX so they could make that transfer and exchange. And again, we are talking $1.5 million. I mean... If you'd like to see this all in writing, maybe you're one of those people who find it easier to read an article to sort of distill the information. You can check out my piece in Mashable on this very topic, titled "No, FTX Didn't Funnel Ukraine Aid to Democratic Candidates." Just search it on Google if you want, and you'll find it. As always, like I said up top, you can support this show by becoming a paying subscriber at patreoncom slash Binder. This show really is possible thanks to my patrons. It helps me continue to make content, and in the near future, as new patrons come on board, those new patrons will help me create even more content. You can also go to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Matt Binder and subscribe there where you can catch the video version of every episode. Also go to twitch.tv slash Matt Binder. And if you're an Amazon prime subscriber, connect your Amazon account to your Twitch account and you will receive a free Twitch prime subscription to give to your favorite Twitch creator every month. It's free for you. It just forces Amazon to take a small portion of your Amazon prime subscription that you pay them. and dole it out to the creator of your choice on Twitch. It's a win-win-win, so do it if you can. Go to ScamEconomy.com for all the links to the podcast versions of this show. And while you're there, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, Leave a review. It really is a big help. That last episode with the combination of all the downloads and a few new people leaving their review, the show shot up in the top technology charts on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow me at Matt Binder on Twitter. Follow the show at Scam Economy. And don't forget, I do a live post show immediately after the premiere of the episode, on YouTube every week where you can call in and discuss crypto or really anything. So definitely don't forget to go to the YouTube and Twitch channel to check that out. And with all that said, I'll see you next time on the scam economy.